This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. About to catch up with John Mashota of The Athletic as we roll into our number four of the G-Bag Nation. Zach Wolchuk alongside Brian Broaddus and the man Lucius Alexander. we got LA Live coming up in 40 minutes. Carter Freeman running your video. You can check us out on Twitch and on YouTube. The General Gavin Dawson and my radio wife, Eric Chiafalo, on assignment. Family holiday duty for the pair of them. But right now, let's welcome in to the show, courtesy of the Boomer Jacks Bar and Grill Hotline, the one and only John Mashota. John, how the hell are you, sir? I'm doing well, gentlemen. How are you? We're doing well. I, I do wonder, and I'm glad you're doing well now, but how miserable was it in Buffalo on Sunday? Yeah, not my favorite city to visit. Uh, I, I would say I like that they go there every once in a while because it is so different. Uh, a lot like Green Bay, where you got this stadium in the middle of this uh basically in this suburb so that part is is cool um but being somebody from michigan who really doesn't want to go back to that type of weather ever again in their life uh there was a little ptsd you know a little bit of that when it's getting when it's gray outside and it's getting dark around three o'clock in the afternoon so uh i don't mind doing it for a weekend but uh um that i if i was a player i probably wouldn't want to be drafted uh by the bills johnny matches uh Okay, you hang out in that locker room and get a lot of stories, a lot of scoop. Uh, were they talking about run defense or playing run defense with some clenched teeth? Was there a lot of, hey, we weren't very good and we're going to get better at this? Or is there some legitimate concern with some of the guys you're visiting with on the side? Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, coming off of losses, uh, particularly lopsided ones like that, when there's an early locker room availability like there was today, I think you know how that goes. Yeah. There's very few players that are in there. Uh, so I think that, that that speaks to it a little bit. Yep. Um, yeah, there's definitely concerns about it. There's no question. I feel like this is the third time now that we've, on the day after a game, we've had Dan Quinn stand in front of reporters and talk about how you know he was disappointed in the way the team tackled. You know, I, I felt mm-hmm. like that was the case after – uh, Arizona, and that was the case certainly after the 49ers game and now this one. And it just leaves you scratching your head because you don't understand why why does this happen with this team. Um, you know, I, it's one thing to go up to Buffalo, lose a close game that's very competitive. It's another to just play like that, like you played against the Niners. And, and this mm-hmm. is coming off of such a big win for them over Philadelphia. And it just leaves you scratching your head where you're just like, it doesn't make sense why you can perform like this. And it also tells you that, you know, if you're a fan and, and you and you want to believe, I'm not here to tell you not, not to. You should. That's what fans should do. But if you're being realistic and you see performances like that, it's hard for you to sit there and, and cover this team and think that January is going to be any different. You just kind of feel like you're, you're, you're kind of seeing, you're kind of reading the same story. It's a decent story. I mean, they've made the playoffs three years in a row. We're not talking about, you know, some, a, a bad football team. It's a good football team. But it just they show you things like they show you Sunday in, in Buffalo, and it makes you think, all right, well, 
we know that this is going to probably end in the divisional round on the road or in the NFC Championship game on the road. John, I'm going to ask you a terrible question. And, 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 and I know that we got games left, but is this now back to McCarthy's job security at this thing? I mean, it looked like it was going so well. And now is it back to Jerry? Well, let's, let's wait and see. Let's wait and see if we're going to be back, that kind of thing. I would say that would only be a possibility as if just the bottom completely falls out and they lose three, four games in a row and they don't even look competitive in the playoffs. Sure. I think even if they, if they, you know, cause the way I kind of see it is, you know, Miami will be a tough game. It's kind of a coin flip for me. I do think they'll beat Detroit at home. Cause they're just, as we've seen a different team at home. And I do think they'll win at Washington at the end. And then I do think that they'll win their, their wildcard game after that. I mean, it's totally up in the air. And, and I think if that's the case again, I think that, that Jerry would stick with Mike for at least another season. I, I, it would have to completely fall apart to where you kind of see stuff like, uh, oh, let's see. Let's look around the league real quick. Uh, changing defensive coordinators in week 15, you know, panic yeah. moves like that. Sure. Uh, coaches screaming at, at star players on the sidelines uh, like we saw in the Denver-Detroit game, stuff like that. If it, if it just ends similarly as it has the last two years, I think that Jerry will look at it as, hey, this is a team that Mike has built it to where we're constantly going to the playoffs. That obviously hasn't been happening around here for a while. I think he'll look at it as another feather in Mike's cap is that they don't play back-to-back bad games. Mm -hmm. And there's not many teams that can say that in the NFL. And so because of that, and because of the fact that I don't know that there's anybody out there that Jerry would sit there today and go, we would be significantly better with that guy. Because of all of that, I, I don't think that, that Mike mm-hmm. McCarthy's job's in jeopardy. The Athletics, John Machado with us here in the G-Bag Nation. I mean, you bring up their different team at home. It is bizarre, the, the road-home splits, and, and you've covered this team for a long time. They've had some seasons where they've been really good on the road. Is there anything that you can pinpoint as to these struggles? It makes no sense at all. It makes literally zero sense because the thing I keep going back to, and this is nothing against Cowboys fans or obviously – it's the most passionate fans, fan base in all of sports. But it's not like when you're at AT&T Stadium, you don't get that same feeling as when you're in Seattle or New Orleans for a big game. Like, it's not that type of atmosphere where you're just like, oh, yeah, I can see all these other teams. They can't even think of coming in here. You can't even hear yourself think. It's not like that. But there is just something about how this particular team, the way it's constructed, I mean, you go back to I really look at it from the start of 2021 till now, and the way they've built this thing, you know, the faces being CD and Dak and, and Micah and those guys. And there's just something about those guys are just way more comfortable at home. I don't know if it's the routine that they go through for home games, just being comfortable playing indoors. I do think it's interesting how this, I believe, will be the first season where there will not be a single game at home where the doors – or roof are open. Mm. Usually there's always at least one or two games where one or the other, if not both are open, they've clearly done it to where they are an indoor team. So there's no elements. Obviously that's great for your kicker. Uh, That's great for your quarterback. You know, the conditions you're going to be playing in. There's no guesswork. There's no coming out. Oh, is it going to rain? You know, you know exactly what you're getting. And I think because of that, that helps them maybe play at their best that way. I, I don't know, but I don't think they know for sure either. I think that they would love to know that answer. John, I'm going to throw out there, their communication at home is clearly better than it is on the road when it's offensive football and maybe even some defensive football as well. Yeah, I I mean, I can buy into that for sure. I mean, just look at how much this whole here we go. Exactly. They go, here we go, and and everything runs just, they don't get caught in the clock. They don't get, you know, 
you know, I, I was talking with, we had Brian Baldinger on. How many times we watched Dak just violently slam his foot in the ground trying to get the ball? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you know, I mean, I haven't seen Tyron Smith and Tyler Smith miss a twist block where they tried to man it. You know, I'm thinking, that they don't. They pass that off. Was that a communication problem? You know, are the receivers hearing everything? You know, are we worried about those things? I, to me, I think the communication on the road for them is not as clean as it is at AT&T Stadium. And that's, that's just my, my two cents. No, I think you're really on to that because I'll tell you, I'll tell you this, uh, this. This is the best way I can, I can sum this up. So maybe this is bad on me as a reporter, but I didn't think the communication last year was as bad as they thought the communication was. So when I wrote a story about the whole here we go, I had a member of the coaching staff tell me, you have no idea how long we worked on it to come up with that. So it was clearly a thing in the offseason that they knew the communication could get, needs to get better. Sure. And Mike McCarthy talked about it in the offseason, but he didn't. I, I never got the sense that it was like this huge deal. And so after hearing some of that and then what you're saying, that makes a ton of sense, that just those little things can throw you off. Now, I don't know why that factors into the poor tackling that we've seen. No, no, that, games, yeah, that, offensively, that, yeah. you're on to something for sure. Well, I've learned this. If the Cowboys don't score 30 points in a game, their defense is going to face somebody running the football. Carolina tried to run the football. Carolina got beat, what, 30 to 13? 33 to 10 10 or something like that. Carolina ran the ball. And I've kind of figured out, though, if you're the best run defense they have is their offense. Keep scoring. Keep scoring because nobody's going to run the ball on you. I mean, nobody's. Buffalo was committed because you weren't scoring. Buffalo wasn't going to let you give up big plays. They weren't going to give up big plays. They weren't weren't going to let you make big plays on them. So all of a sudden, it became very very, uh, apparent to them, we can run the ball 49 times here and still win this football game because they're not going to score. Yeah, and the thing that fascinates me about all of that is just, well, how do you fix that? Because there are going to be games against good teams like San Francisco that want to run it. And I don't know how you fix I don't see you fixing that in season, but even in the off season, like you're not going out spending money mm-hmm. on any players to stop the run. You don't have money to give away. Your money is tied up in Dak and Micah. Offense. And so, so you don't have to play defense. Gonna, <laughs> right. Yeah. So because that's the thing, like they used a first round pick on Mozzie Smith yeah. and that hasn't been the instant impact that probably they were hoping. So what are you doing? Are you going into next year and, and you're drafting linebackers, another defensive tackle? I don't know how they, they close that gap to where they are a good run defense. I don't know if it, it, I don't know if it's possible. I think that it is one of those things where let's be honest, a salary cap era, every team's got some weaknesses as good as Miami looks. Obviously they got some weaknesses of their own. Their offensive line is certainly not anything great. So I think that you just look at it as they got to find ways to win, despite the fact that, Hey, we're just not going to have some of the best run defense. We have, we have a great pass rush and, and we have an offense that can score yeah. a lot of points. Yeah but we're just not going to be able to shut down teams that run the ball against us. I think that's why they went after Shaq Leonard. Sure. I think they kind of saw like, oh, geez, we're about to play some teams that might run the football on us here or try to run the football on us. You know, that's the one thing Shaq Leonard was able to do is play a little run defense. He might not – he might – they take him off the field on third down, but I kind of felt like they were like trying to get ahead of the game here. Maybe they knew that that was their opportunity. They probably should have claimed him, but nobody was going to claim – the salary. Right. Well, well, John, I mean, to, to add on to that, and I know Brian asked you about McCarthy, but how much pressure for maybe the first time is Dan Quinn feeling right now? Uh, I mean, he's probably feeling a little bit, but I just think with 
the totality of what he's done as their DC. I, I don't, I don't think that it dings his reputation very much at all. I still think he's regarded as, you know, one of the best defensive coordinators in the game. I still think you're going to hear his name, uh, regardless of how the season yeah. ends, uh, in in head coaching talks and things like that. I, I, I think he's done so much positive mm-hmm. for a franchise that the defense was such a afterthought for so many years and to turn it around the way he did did also with obviously the help of Micah Parsons and some others I don't think that it, it'll reflect that poorly on him um I think he's done a, I think he's done a, enough good uh that it's it's so far far beyond that for this to, to to have a negative impact on his resume yeah I'm with you and I think he's doing everything he can I mean it's not his fault Leighton Van Der Esch got hurt and Overshone went out I mean he's he's trying he's, I mean, they're yeah, trying, yeah. he's yeah. trying to put this thing together with the linebackers they have how is the health of this team right now I know that's probably going to be a storyline for both the Dolphins and the Cowboys heading into Sunday yeah I would say it seems very unlikely that Jonathan Hankins is going to go. I would, I would, I would be surprised if that happened. And, and, and honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they keep Hankins out until the playoffs, just because of how important it will be to have him back. And if you lose him, you have no other answers out there. So I think they're going to be extra cautious with him. Malik Hooker was out there today when we got to watch practice. Now he was, he wasn't participating, but he was at least out there. And because of how close he was last week, I think he'll end up playing. And then Zach Martin is the other one that's kind of up in the air right now. I think I would I would lean towards Zach playing just knowing how Zach is. Uh, it's going to be tough to get him not to play in this game as long as he can physically uh, perform. So I think that they're going to be in pretty good shape. Uh, and, and honestly, they'll probably be a little bit healthier too. There were several guys dealing with some illnesses in, in, in the Buffalo game. So uh, I think they'll be in a little better shape there. So uh, across the ball – Across the board for where they are at this point in the season, as you mentioned, obviously, the, you know, no digs or LVE or, or overshown, but they're relatively healthy with all things considered. Dak, we were talking with you last time about uh, the MVP conversation. Certainly feels like maybe that one has ended after the Buffalo game. I don't know your thoughts on that. And do you get a vote for MVP? I know Jory Epstein was talking with George Kittle for the first time. She's getting to vote for MVP. Yeah, I'm not happy about that. No, I'm just kidding. We need, we, we need John Machado to vote for MVP. John, would you rather no, vote no, no. for the Heisman or the uh, MVP? Oh, Heisman. I, just, I knew you would. Heisman, You're, you love college football. <laughs> I love college football, and the Heisman it just has so much yeah. prestige to me. Yeah. Like I just, anytime I see that trophy, it's such a big deal to me. Yeah. But uh, with Dak, I think I, I still think Dak's in it. And, and the reason why is because the favorite right now is Purdy. And about, uh, I just checked the odds, uh, last night and I think so Dak second and then there's somebody in between them and then there's Christian McCaffrey and it's almost like McCaffrey and, and Purdy might take votes away from each other for Dak to win it though it's the same thing I've thought the entire time they have to win the NFC East and of course with Seattle winning that game uh it, it keeps the door open for that being possible and and heck I mean just the changes with now Matt Patricia calling the defense I think there's some panic going on in Philly to where if you would ask me four or five weeks ago, I was like, yeah, they're not catching the Eagles. But now you're kind of looking around like, I wouldn't be surprised if this team loses one of those games to the Giants. So um, I think Dak is still in it. it, it the Cowboys got to win the NFC East, but if they do that, uh, he, he he still has a chance. You, you, you think the Eagles are that in that bad of shape, right? Mm. I mean, to the point where do you think they could lose t- twice to the Giants? I got some biases here, Brian. As you know, growing know. up in Detroit, I know. the coaching job Matt Patricia did up there. I know. <laughs> uh, 
So, so all of a sudden in week 15, the thing I keep thinking about with that is just like, can you imagine how crazy it would be around here if that was happening right now? Whether it be, sure. you know, Dan Kent, Dan Quinn giving up the play yeah. calling or yeah. Mike giving it up to Brian Schottenheimer. I mean, this would be a, a panic level, panic level 10. So for them to be doing some type of a move like that and then to lose even after you made that change, I wonder, I just wonder, I don't know for, for certain, I just wonder if there's, Maybe guys in the locker room there like ask for a change or something, and and anytime any of that stuff starts happening, there's some unraveling that goes on there. Now their schedule is pretty favorable, sure, but I did not think that they would lose consecutive games the way that they have uh, to end this season. I think, it, and then also just the way that the Cowboys played against them at AT and T Stadium, they just did not look like that Eagles team that looked you know that we saw last year at this time. John, always love getting to catch up with you, man. Enjoy the trip to Miami. Hopefully that's a fun one. And uh, come back with a W. Hey, John. Oh, yeah. John, real quick, what's college events going on Saturday you're going to go see? (laughs) There's really nothing going on. You know know what's the one missing for me, Brian? Yeah. I need need that the Cowboys be somewhere – up in the Northeast, yeah, for Army Navy. There you I go. Got, gotten a chance hey, to go to Army. When Navy. you go to one Army, these... yeah, when you go to Army Navy, let me know. I'll go with you. I've been to one okay, Army Navy. Gonna... Look, when they, yeah, when they when that when that happens, we're going to Army Navy. I'll, I'll go with you. I'm absolutely Within the next you. five years. Absolutely, the Cowboys schedule. We're going. There you go. There you go. It's a day. There you go, John Machado. Appreciate you, man. Take care. And find all of his fantastic work I, I, on the athletic cover in the Cowboys. He really is fantastic. He is so, he is so good. Him, Todd, are, there's a lot of good folk that cover that that team over there. Spoiled. Those guys work super super hard to 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 make sure you get that information. It's time for the expressway. We've got all your breaking news in the headline world. National Football League news with quarterbacks galore. We'll talk some college football as well. And then we got LA Live at five forty. That's next. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Let's hit the expressway uninterrupted until the top of the hour. Brought to you by QCKinetics.com. Non-surgical regeneration treatment care. That's going to be amazing. Uh, this expressway, I'm very excited for it. We got LA Live coming up in about 15 minutes. We had a lot of good college football talk. Tons of quarterback news in the National Football League. But goodness gracious, I got drawn off sides. I saw our buddy John Oni. He went ahead and put out this tweet. Regular M&M cookies versus Dolce de Leche. M&M cookies. Choose your fighter. And I said Dolce de Leche just sounds sexy and probably has a great finishing move, in my opinion, but they look more plump. They look a little bit thicker. I think I'd have to rock with whatever the hell Dolce de Leche is. Is that something? Leche is milk in Spanish. I know the Trace Leche's cake I've had. And I had that at the Mexican bar the other night, Kelly, and I. that was so good. God, that was good. That's that 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 Mexican bar, man. They they know how oh, to do that dessert. Place is outstanding. They, they had a knife it. right next to each yes. other. Yes, yes. That's what well, we had dinner there and went and had dessert across the. Dude, just that's across a, the, maybe just alternate that every day. That, that that is a that, that's a great area out there. But but what what is that? What kind of cookies are those? I don't know. I mean, they look the same. Can somebody help us out here. But uh, yeah, eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five. I guess we could look it up. We right? could, but I mean, I just if you're not yeah, going to look Google it up. Google is your friend. We'd it rather is. just try and guess for the next seven minutes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Incorporate the the Tolos or turn it on, leave it on, yeah. listeners. We love you. 
We got questions about overshone. Because they love to correct you. They will they 100% have. got your back. I know they do. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, let they'll you let just you know. mean milk in Spanish, <laughs> yeah. Broadus, hey, you, you idiot. You schmucks. Yeah. Uh, now, Overshone <laughs> is being asked, like, hey, Broadus, how close is he coming back from the 972? Overshone's not coming back this year. No, I saw him working with Britt Brown today. And uh, when I get to go out to the star for uh, the break, uh, he and Britt have been out there every day working on the field. And, and man, boy, he physically looks good. I was like, oh, who's that? And then, you know, and, and then I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's our, that's our linebacker dude. I was but yeah, he's, blown he's, away at how good he was in the preseason. Well, I mean, the last game he plays six plays, he's got three tackles. It's crazy. It is crazy how good he was. But I, I will tell you. I know. <laughs> exactly, yeah, I was feeling that, yeah. Lucius. I really but was. The, the, the thing with, but he's out there working with Britt, and Britt will get him right, and, and hopefully, uh, you know, he'll be back as good as new. But the one thing you always worry about, and we've seen it now with some of these Cowboy players, it's taken them a little time to come back from injury. You know, I mean, it ain't the player's fault or Britt's fault, but it's just that, man, it, it's we, we it, the expectations are so high. But we've seen it with Steele and we've seen it with Pollard, you know, and others who have come back. They've gotten better as the, uh, as the, uh, as the years wore on. Now, uh, we're getting some feedback. Probably a sweet cream. That's what Dolce de Leche is. Oh, okay. Leche is milk. Yeah, Dolce got is that. sweet. Okay, sweet milk. So probably a sweet cream there. I appreciate all the coke. Yeah, baby. That's what I'm talking about. All right, let's get to the quarterback, shall we, very quickly. Uh, C.J. Stroud likely out on Sunday against the Browns, still not cleared from concussion protocol. You've got Trevor Lawrence, who remains in concussion protocol right now for the Jags as well, so his status is iffy for their upcoming matchup. Geno Smith, though, will play against the Titans, according to Pete Carroll. Now, Will Levis is dealing with an injury for the Titans, and today you had Mike Vrabel say it's very likely that Ryan Tannehill will be back starting. So it could be Geno Smith and Ryan Tannehill in that matchup. And then the Falcons are going to go back to Taylor Heineke after their loss to the Panthers. So Desmond Ritter will be benched, and they will be starting Taylor Heineke at quarterback for their upcoming matchup against the Indianapolis Colts. Add Ritter to the list of quarterbacks I was not right about. You liked Ritter? Kind of did. Well, I he was like, one of those, like, I think he was, you've talked about the four-year starters. I think he's he good started was, a bunch That's what I'm saying, man. He played a ton of games at Cincinnati. A four-year starter, played in some big games, and he's running to his left and throws the ball back to the middle, and you're like, going, what are you doing, dude? Just, you know, fight for the next play. Don't, that, that, you know, he, he made better decisions at Cincinnati than he's had with the Falcons. I don't know if they've asked him to do too much, but that, that that's a no-win situation right now with Atlanta. I mean, they're here, they're, they're trying to win the division. If they would just gotten just okay quarterback play, it'd probably be two or three games up right now in the division. But now, now the head coach is True. now the head coach is in a situation where his status for the uh, you know for next year's in question, and you know they're going to probably have a pretty decent pick. They might have to go get a quarterback. You know, we'll see. But that that that's Ritter was a guy I really thought just because of maybe a little bit like what we see with Brock Purdy, you know, that getting to play a lot of plays, a lot of snaps in college would help him in the NFL. But boy, he's struggling right now with that. So, like that's the second or third time he's been benched. Yeah, already. Yeah, this they season. went to Heineke, and, and I, I mean, I know Eric and I both thought that Heineke might yeah. be the answer there because he played he played pretty gritty with Washington. You know, yeah. I think uh, had them with a the chance to win a playoff game. Unfortunately, he didn't play well, so they went back to Ritter, and now they're going back to Heineke. I, I don't know, and we'll see about Arthur Smith's future 
you know, their their owner over there, Arthur Blank, said today that we'll see at the end of the season. That doesn't sound great for the future of Arthur Smith. No. So they might be in the uh, head coaching market. Uh-huh. Now, I don't think that'll be a destination for Dan Quinn. I don't think they'd go back to Dan no, Quinn. No, they'd go back to Dan Quinn. We could probably rule that one out. Uh, now, happy National Signing Day out there to all of you that have signed. Of course, we've got the best high school football in the country, in my opinion, in our own backyard here in DFW, which is pretty proven based yeah, on the state doing, champions. Yeah, yeah, we're doing more than NFL games. Hell yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's and yes, everyone that went out there over the weekend at AT&T Stadium, stand up. Uh, and if you've never been out there for the state championship weeks, I can't encourage you enough. It's an amazing experience. I mean, I'll never forget when Longview won a few years ago with Haynes King, who ended up going to A&M. It was like the entire city where's he, of Longview. Where's he playing now? Uh, Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. That's the, right. I mean, the, the stadium was packed. The I mean, it, it was an amazing feeling being out there. So, National Signing Day happening today. Uh, we've got some of the list of the top recruits going to, it seems like Georgia is still number one right now, but Texas has been able to get Quite a few today. We've also had a lot that are hitting the portal that are currently in college. And you brought up a great point. This is messing me up now. I'm not as interested because I think the portal, I think the portal is is messing with recruiting. Yeah, is what it's doing. I think it's taking I a think, little bit of the life out of it. I think people are. I, I tell you what, I am interested though. These four and five star quarterbacks going to these universities, and how loyal is the coaching staff to you, sir? When all of a sudden you get there and you sit out that first year and now you're waiting your turn, and then all of a sudden a three-, four-year starter from somewhere else comes rolling in, and that coaching staff goes, hmm, this young guy that we've kind of seen all year that feel like he's got some promise, or a guy who might win the Heisman Trophy, and <laughs> Michael Penix or you know, one of those things. You never know. So uh, I, 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 these quarterbacks and where they go, I'm fascinated by that. Yeah, me too. I mean, right now because uh, they don't end, they don't stay. It seems no, like it's like after one year, two years, right? We're out. They like get Evan, mad and they leave. Evan you know? Stewart, who was one of the uh, highly touted players here at locally out of Frisco, number two overall player now in the transfer portal as he's leaving Texas A and M. Uh, you just had a player transfer to Florida State, an outstanding defensive end as well, and you've got a mass exodus of portal talent that is leaving USC. I brought this up yesterday with that quarterback, Malachi Nelson. Now you've got a freshman linebacker who's leaving. Uh, you've got a another defensive player that's entering the portal, Damani Jackson, a five-star defensive recruit, mm-hmm. is entering the portal. I don't know how this looks for Lincoln Riley, but there could be cause for concern there in Southern California right yeah. now with all the players and talent that they're losing. Yeah, and I'm actually watching Tom Luganville right now, and the, the headline is National Signing Day Commits Decrease Amid Rising in Transfer yes, Portal Activity. Yeah, and, you know, so anytime you feel like it, there used to be a day when this is when I was recruiting, and this is way, way back in the day, but teams like you could figure out when you were in Texas there at Texas, we were at Texas A&M, and you would have like USC would be in there recruiting a bunch of kids you were recruiting to Texas. And you were kind of figuring, like, well, why is USC in here recruiting our kids? But then that means they were losing to UCLA or vice versa, you know. And now if you lose on National Signing Day, you could just rally the NIL money sure. and find ways to go buy or supplement your players. Let's fill in the holes of fill our in roster. Fill in the holes so you, you don't have to. And I could see why a lot of – a lot of a lot of guys aren't signing in, and 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 they're going to wait till what February is that the next time we can sign? So, uh, yeah, this is uh, it used to have a lot of who was w- winning the recruiting wars. It 
it doesn't really, to me, it's not, it doesn't have the shine that it once had. It's now who's winning the transfer portal mm-hmm. because those are the established players. Yeah. Those are the ones that can get you into uh, these playoffs. To I mean, make an look, immediate look, impact. Yeah, look what, I mean, I know the Florida State didn't get in to the playoff. Florida State and Washington are two of the best teams. But Florida State's got their quarterback. Those are two of the best teams. And you and I have already st- uh, you know, started scouting Coleman, the wide receiver. Amazing. Amazing player. Really Michigan is. State. And you're wondering, like, what the hell? Michigan State? My God. What, you, off it? you watch this kid play, and you're like going, damn. Dude. You know, so, yeah. The, the transfer- Jaheim Bell, that other they got from South yes. Carolina. Yeah. Tight end. Yeah. He's also sitting at the bowl game now. He announced that. So, yeah, that's the thing about it is I, I just kind of feel like that if you the, – the transfer portal, to me, is more interesting – than what we're seeing now with the re- recruiting and, and 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 getting four and five star kids because you can flip things fast. Florida State proved that too. You're right. Shout out to uh, Texas Tech though. Joy McGuire doing a good job. They're right now ranked 22 among their recruiting class, right behind A and M, who's at 21 right now. That's amazing. See A and M switching the coaches, right? Yeah. Yes, and A and M was A and M just took they've our been trainer, a top five, way, top LSU. ten team here. Yeah, lately Nebraska is now up to 20. USC has dropped. They are now at 18. Uh, you've got Michigan at 16. Your LSU Tigers are at 14. Yeah. You've got 11 ESPN 300 commits. How about... Uh, hey, LSU's got the uh, Duncanville's running back, right? Am I seeing that? Yeah. <laughs> that guy, Kay Durham. Would we be happy with that one? Oh, you're going to be happy with that one. So but so what That's you're telling me, he's going to end up at Alabama after this next year? <laughs> nice. We're going we're gonna to develop him for Alabama. They get ready for that. Maybe. Georgia. Florida no, State. You need to keep him in Baton Rouge. That's a bad boy right there. He had a 92 I, yeah. yard touchdown. Right? Pull them Hellcats out. Yeah. I expect it though, man. I I just now I expect it. I, I I expect that you're going to lose players. You're going to lose big time players. You know, it, it's it's the old West out there now. You used to be able not to talk to like other teams couldn't talk to your players, and the way communications are now with texting and back channel and stuff and all that. Jeez. It's the Wild West. It is. Oklahoma's at seven. Shout out to Carter Freeman and his Oklahoma Sooners. Texas at five right now in the recruiting. Who's the uh, top four then? Your top four, number one, Georgia, two, Bama, three, Oregon, and four is the Ohio State Buckeyes. Oregon must be getting back into that money, man. They sure are. And Phil Knight's stepping up, man. Yeah, you have a big year. Yeah. We're, Phil Knight, and then they're going to go destroy Liberty in the uh, Fiesta yeah, Bowl. Should have been SMU. Yeah. Uh, Two, how about Tulane? Tulane. Well, Tulane last year got that yeah. win, right? Yeah. In their New Year's SMU, Six game. SMU, and I'm sorry about this, Lucius. SMU really wasn't ranked, oh, all, wasn't all ranked all year. They had a hell of a season. Had an 11-win season. Yeah, they dropped a couple of games that maybe they felt that they should They never. They, they battled they some injuries. They just never got back into the ranking. Never Until did. the end of the year, you're right. Yeah. And then now. And then Liberty was just higher than that. They were. Yeah, and no. Liberty undefeated. So, you and know, the, Liberty L- with the L- worst. L- I'm sorry, folks, if you went to school at Liberty. I know there are people out there that have. <laughs> But, man, you had one of the worst strength of schedules in the country. It's not good. And the bowl game got very dicey for them, too. They're, uh, not the bowl game, their conference championship game. Yeah. I think it was New Mexico State, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you got Lane Kiffin with a contract extension there at Ole Miss after they had their second 10-win regular season in program Ole history. Is, Ole Miss is sneaky good because they got a guy, that, they got a guy there that it, he knows how to play the game. He's got a little shady to him, you know. 
Elaine. You got to. I mean, I think you got a lot of shady. I think you got to have some. I think you have to have shady coaches. Just a little co-signing for you. Yeah, I find you a co-signer. I think you have to find. I think you have to. Don't worry, I got you. Yeah, I know somebody. This is very 1970s, and I'm kind of digging it right now. And how about our guy, Derek King, who we actually got to have on the nosebleed seat. Super good dude. Is he still playing college ball? He's now going to be the quarterbacks coach at SMU. There we go. SMU just hired him. Pony up. A Texas high school football legend okay. at Manville. Okay, well, okay. Lashley came from, was he at Miami? Yep. King was a quarterback for him. Sure was. Boom. Transferred from Houston to Miami. There you go. There's your connection right there. Yep, absolutely. I'm digging so, it. That's badass there for Derek. I King. thought you would tell me him. he's still playing. Oh, I thought no. you, I, I, he's out of eligibility. Yeah, he was there for like nine years. He's trying to do, uh, man, I can't remember what that Chris was. Winkie? Yeah. How Chris, old is Chris Winkie? Like, he was 36. Okay, yeah. <laughs> when he was playing, though, he's 26. Yeah. He's Brandon Whedon style out there. He uh, won a Heisman. He did. That guy at, won at a Heisman trophy. 25 years old. That guy won a Heisman trophy. We got uh, reaction from coaches in the Big 12. We can carry over to tomorrow talking about Texas and oh, Washington. Oh, I mess you up on that? That'll be juicy. No, no, no. We're, trust me, we got plenty of time to break all of this uh, down. We okay. still got uh, over a week and a half before that game's happening. But let's throw things in the oh. pimp cup to Lucius Alexander. Oh. LA Live. Let's go at the red lights, working on them headlights. Hey, at the red lights, working on them headlights. That's what they like nowadays. <laughs> it's a butt naked Wednesday. Let's get into it right after the great Rick James. <laughs> All right, you squares. It's pretty good. Yep. <laughs> Everybody get high. <laughs> it's a reminder. Oh, I too have been here 23 years. And uh, it is a reminder. I've been here when it was glory hole days, and oh. I've been here when it wasn't. And so, having said that, uh, uh, I want me some glory hope. It's butt naked Wednesdays. It's LA Live for Wednesday, December 20th, 2023. Yes, it is a butt naked Wednesday. Some call it hump day. Yep. Uh, shout out to Miss Badu. Erica Badu, Dallas's very own. I too was born underwater with $3 and six times. Is she making a comeback in some things? She stays coming back. That's what I thought. She's always I've here. I've seen some video stuff of her. She's always in the mix. She's always oh, I bet here. She has. She's, She's always, always here. She on oh. that OnlyFans too? Oh, is she part of that? I don't know. I'm I asking you. Well, You're well, our expert. Well, I am an expert on that. <laughs> I am the OnlyFans expert on the panel here. Yes, you are, sir. That's where I come. To I need to look before. that up on my my chat yeah, my hey, chat let, area. Let us all know. That'd be breaking news if it's so, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you know, Lucius. Let, yeah. yeah. let us all know. All right, question for the Tolos, <laughs> right off the rip, right here. Things people say when they don't want to agree with you and they don't feel like arguing with you what are some things that people say when they just don't agree with you but they don't feel like arguing with yeah, you? yeah you're right you're right you're right you're right Nah, you're right you're good nah, nah. Uh, no man it's good you're right yeah you're right yeah no, i'm fine i'm fine you're straight yeah I i'm straight <laughs> yeah i'm That's straight, straight. I'm, I'm, straight. S- I'm straight man uh yeah i asked this to the tolos that follow me on facebook i got answers like the laughing emoji <laughs> Now, that feels bad because I always send the laughing emoji yeah. to people. Yeah. Uh, and I'm really laughing at the things that yeah, they send I mean, me. I, I, I like that. I emoji. actually am laughing. <laughs> uh, see, things people say when they don't agree, but they don't feel like arguing with you. Nah, you got it, fam. Yeah. Nah, you got it. You got it. Yeah, you got it. No, no. Take that. Nah, that's right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, you got it, bro. That just came on the text, too, from the 214. Uh, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Oh. 
more than one way to skin a cat. I don't know where that came from. I don't, yeah. But that is violent. So is it in another way for like agree to disagree? Yeah. Type of thing? Yeah. yeah. But who, 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 why we skinning cats? Skin yeah, why we skinning cats? Yeah. Yeah. And why is that picked up in our lexicon yeah. now? Like everybody says it like it's not violent and tragic. Yeah. It, it is very tragic. It's very Cruella tragic. It's very tragic. Yeah. Skinning a damn cat. Uh, let's see. Things people say when they don't agree, but don't feel like arguing. I love that for you. Yeah, that's pretty passive aggressive. Hey man, I'm happy. Yeah, man, that's passive aggressive. That's very passive. That's going to keep the argument going. Yeah, yeah. two five four said, "Cool story, bro." Cool. That is going to keep the fight going. That always got my blood boiling. (laughs) Screw you. Uh, If you say so. Uh, Oh, that's 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 a good one. If you say so. If you say so, man. Hey man, if you say so. (laughs) Hey, hey, if you say so. Yeah, that's probably fighting words too. Uh, these are definitely fighting words. Things people say when they don't agree with you, but don't feel like arguing. Well, bless your heart. Oh. Well, bless your heart. Bless, bless your heart. You know what that means, right? No. Well, don't say it on the radio. Okay. But it's, it's, it's vulgar in real life. Oh. Yeah. I need to go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. It's gonna, are we going to get blocked for looking at no, that? No, no, oh. no. Go ahead and Google it, man. Okay. You know, you can, all, you can teach us. Google is our friend. <laughs> Things people say when they don't agree, but don't feel like arguing. I guess. Oh, I guess, yes. Oh, I guess. Yeah, girls used to say that a lot. Well, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Now, I'll be back at three, I promise. Mm-hmm, I guess. I'll call you. I promise I'll call you, okay? I guess. Uh, um, if that helps you sleep at night, how about that one? Oh, if that helps you sleep at night. If yeah. that helps you sleep at night, that's passive-aggressive. Absolutely. That's pretty passive-aggressive. Do you, boo-boo? Oh, do you boo-boo. That's offensive. Do you boo-boo. Yeah, that's fighting words. Uh, if you like it, I love it. Oh. Well, if you like it, I love it, player. Hey, hey, do you boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> do you boo-boo. The laugh emoji. Nah, you got it, fam. Somebody texting you aren't wrong. You aren't wrong. But you're not right. <laughs> you're not right. Uh, how about this one? You are something else. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. That's what my auntie yeah. say when yeah. you get the line oh, too much. So, yeah. You was a little kid. You was get the line all the time. And then they had giraffes. And then it was this. And then it was that. She's like, well, you just are something else, huh? <laughs> People want to be sweet. I'm reading about it, Lucius. Bless your heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's common in the South, yeah. primarily used by an individual who wished to be sweet and not wish to be ugly. Act ugly. That's what yeah. the that's what the that's what the def is there another meaning I'm missing? No, that's it. That's but, it. Yeah, it's basically uh, a four letter word to you. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Multiple meanings. You're right, Lucius. Yep. Yeah, so as, as always. You're right, Lucius. You're yeah. right. You're right. Things yeah, yeah. people <laughs> say <laughs> when they don't agree, <laughs> but don't feel like arguing. Atolo said, That's not what your mama said. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Don't bring my mom in. Don't bring, yeah, don't bring her. Yeah, she's nice. Uh, how about this one? Duly noted. Duly oh. noted. That's fighting words. Yeah. Ah, duly noted, sir. I see what you're going. I see what you're going at, yeah. That's from the great Brad Sham. Yeah. Duly Brad, noted. Brad Sham sent me that. <laughs> uh, let's see. How about this one? Uh, well, thoughts and prayers to those individuals. Yep. Well, thoughts and prayers. Man, these that. are all good ones. A3 said, my wife's used all these in the past six hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> things people say when they don't agree, but don't feel like arguing with you. Hey, that's on you. 
Hey, that's on you, player. Oh, man, it's on you. Hey, that's on you. How about this one? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah, I hear you. I, okay. I think I, I, use I, that use, a lot. I use that one a lot. That's, that's a me thing. I use that a lot. I hear you. It's usually followed by a but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear you. I but. Hear you, but. Yeah. You're no, wrong. No, no, I hear you and I walk away. <laughs> oh, yeah, I hear you. All I right. hear you. Anyhow. I don't hear you anymore, though. I hear you. Now. Okay, I got to go, man. I'll, I'll catch you later. Thanks. Uh, this one right here things people say when they don't agree but don't feel like arguing is really popular with teenagers. Whatever. Whatever. Bad. Whatever gets you choked out. That that would. Whatever okay. gets you choked out. We talked out. about the laughing emoji. What yeah. about when you just respond to K? I always feel like that means you're ticked off. If yeah. I ever got the K, I was like, ah, oh, I did something wrong. I haven't figured out the K one either yet. Because some people do I don't use know if K. that's nice or not. Yeah, I, I, some people, I think, that's just like, use okay. it and they don't yeah. I think it's not, a, it's not a negative thing. But I think some people do, and they know they're sending the K to let you know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I got to get all the context to it to know if the K is. I think just one letter like that, yeah. I think they're not happy with I always it. think people yeah. are busy. Yeah. So okay. I, yeah, I, I never. That would make sense. Sit down and you know whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Things people say when they don't agree, but don't feel like arguing with your ass. I guess we're gonna have to find out then, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. I guess one, we're gonna have to find out. Sure. And this back one, to that. And the last one right here. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, man. Wow, that's crazy. What you having for dinner? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> It's a little vibe for you. Hold on, watch this. Oh, yeah, baby. I need a Cadillac right now. Oh, them biscuits. <laughs> Got ashtrays in that door handle. In the door handle. Yeah. A few burns in the driver's seat, but don't worry about that. Don't worry it's about still that. playable. Yeah. It's still playable. Don't worry about that. G-Bag the day. We do it every day on the fan at 2.30. If you see anything floating out there on social media or whatever, hit me up at Lucky Lucius P. That's my Twitter. That is my Instagram. Facebook is Lucius Alexander. You can go to Twitter. Uh, find G-Bag Nation. You can follow us all right there. Every last one of us. Uh, crypto people, help me out. I have crypto bots that have taken over my Twitter account. They send me a message uh, at least to an hour. Oh, no. Yeah, it's just, and, and it's just a whole lot, too. Just coming at you, coming at you. Pause. So <laughs> help me out. Happens. Anybody know anything about that? <laughs> hey, by the way, uh, Joe Trahan, the PR guy for the uh, Cowboys listening to the show, he says, my daughter's banned me from using K. <laughs> Deemed it aggressive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Joe, for listening, man. Appreciate you, brother. <laughs> I was froze We'll catch that. you tomorrow at 5 for... Zach Martin. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Shout Glad out to you, you then. Uh, our winner of G-Bag of the Day is in protest. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's in protest? It, it's in protest. Stephen A. Smith is our winner. Uh, he was uh, <laughs> he was doing his show, yeah. and one of the listeners hit him up about uh, questions. This question was, how to wipe? How do you wipe yourself, Stephen? Uh, how do you how wipe? Do you? Yeah, I mean, wipe yourself after you've done something. Let us you know. know. Yeah, how do you know? Josh Medro writes, Stephen A., what is the correct way to wipe yourself standing or sitting? Needing to know. That is a nasty-ass question. You're a nasty, desperate-ass individual. You're a human being. What you asking me a question about how to wipe your ass for? What's wrong with you? First of all, you should be sitting. That stuff might drip on you. That's number one. Number two. It's just a nasty question to ask a grown-up person. You have no couth, no class, okay? Knowing you, you're probably... 
on yourself. No. You need to get your act together for ask some dumbass question like that. Don't ever sit up there and tweet me again. A matter of fact, make sure y'all take his name down and ban him from tweet- tweeting this show because he's an idiot, a new fool. That's just disgusting. Mm. It's just disgusting. Hey, by the way, I have to make a correction. Uh-oh. It was the other Joe Trahan from Channel 8. Oh, <laughs> I love Joe. Oh, I, I yeah. I got these Joe Trahans on my phone. My yeah, Joe Trahans. You got so I, I many apologize. Joe Trahans on your phone, I got too many Joe Trahans. I got Joe Trahans. I got Joe Trahans on my phone. But yeah, his daughter. She banned WFAA. WFAA. Yeah. Joe, Shout out to that guy, Joe yeah, Trahans. Joe, he is an awesome dude. Yeah, I'm sorry really about that, He's Joe. You the are best. the best. We love you, Joe. We do. Absolutely love you. Yeah. But Naked Wednesday here in LA Live 105.3, the fan. Uh, Zion Williamson. You see his ex-girl? Yes, yeah, Adult Mills. star Mar- Mariah Mills. Now, I thought she was banned from all social media. Okay, I thought so, too. Well, she's back on a TikTok. Oh, no. She <laughs> served her time, huh? Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, I think TikTok does do that. Is that what that she was? She was in a penalty box for a little bit? This yeah, well, was. she was doing some wild stuff. And then yeah. the video she put up today, I feel like, was a little hypocritical. Yeah, she she's... was harassing him. Yeah, she's, she's been seen... harassing him. That's why she was taken off of social media, mm-hmm. and she's back to harassing him again. She was thirsty. Listen to this. Here's some advice, Zion Williamson, since you want to send your publicist to talk about me every other freaking week. How about you get on a treadmill, speed three, level 12, and maybe you'll lose some weight and go on it for like an hour or two. I mean, you know, mm. that is that is good advice for anybody. Yeah, it she's is. trying for his health. Yeah. <laughs> she's trying she's, try, she's trying to keep him she's around. She's looking out for you, dog. Yeah, she's looking out for you. <laughs> said, no, you got it. Yeah. Second, how about you stop drinking sodas? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Three, how about you practice doing three-pointers? Ooh. Everybody's tired of seeing you do dunks all freaking day. Learn another move. It's getting boring and tired. Yeah. You're tired and boring, just like how you were in bed. <sighs> Set that whole thing up just for that last line, yeah. but it's not true because you were thirsting after him after he totally outed you on all the stuff, so it couldn't have been that bad, Mariah. Jeez, man. But most of it's good advice for his health. It, it is good I, advice. Uh, I think he needs to come back and say something to her. I, th- I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think it's only fair, right? Critique one of her videos yeah, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Break like, it down. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah, I'm with that. Yeah, like, like critique one of her vids. Yeah, don't like being a lay around gal. Yeah. Don't be lay around now. How about a little bit more effort? Huh? You know? Why don't you not just be a face down? Yeah, don't, don't. <laughs> how, if, how about? I know what you're talking about, bro. Yeah. Everything okay? I mean, damn. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Help me out. This is the kind of scouting we need from you, brothers. Yeah. Don't, don't be that gal. Uh, yeah, and stay away from these type of girls in the first place. No you, you athletes and, and yeah. you brainiacs and people that have a great future or whatever. Stay away from these girls. These girls are for the streets. Get you a young professional girl, a surgeon, uh, someone, a pilot, you know, yeah. a, a real estate agent. Stay away from these street girls. Preach. I remember a girl told me this when I was when I was in high school and I was just the man. She said, Lucius, you gotta stay away from these hoochie mamas. Yeah. She was so right. Yeah. It's easier said than done in the moment. It is so but easier said than done in the moment. when you get that clarity afterwards, you're like, damn it. Because the hoochie mamas are so fun. Hey, this year right here keeps getting getting, getting worse for Texas boxers. Uh-oh. Now, I asked, uh, I asked you earlier, Zach, which Charlo twin did we see? Mm-hmm. And I still don't know. I think it was Jamel, <laughs> but I, you're right. I don't know. Was it the one that got beat up by Canelo? I think it was the other one. Okay, all right. 
because he had some weird energy. He did. Yeah, it was all aggressive we and me. We were concerned. I, yeah. I tapped Zach you, on the shoulder. I'm like, what's going on with him? He's just like, what's going on? Well, his brother, Jamel Charla, was arrested. Oh, no. Charged with misdemeanor assault. Ah, I hate to report this. Uh, Imagine a boxer doing that. Come on, man. Uh, 155, what is it? The former undisputed 155-pound champion was arrested Saturday in his home of Richmond, Texas, out there by Houston, right? Uh, the Daily Mail reported Wednesday that Charlo allegedly assaulted a family member. Oh. Probably his girl, right? Uh, yeah. Probably his girl. So I seen this online when I clicked on the Charlo was trending situation, and they said this is some leaked audio of Charlo bragging about hitting a girl. This is crazy. Listen to this. What I'm really saying is she played big tough girl. I thought she was tough, bro. bro I thought, I'm all right, hey, hey, I'm gonna do Hey, hey, can I show you? I hit that bitch like this. In the eye, socked in the eye. Big, swole, purple, can't open. That bitch called the cops on me. Like a woman. Like a regular woman. Bro, are you kidding me? What are you I can't believe you did what are you kidding me, bro? What are you doing? So whoever recorded him, yeah. probably he wanted yeah. him done for. Yep. They, they wanted him of, done for, they bro. They had enough of him. Yeah, that's it. Or that's for money right there, right? Maybe. Maybe. We recording for money? Yeah, yeah. give it to TMZ or something. Yeah. I don't know. We're recording, we're recording that for is money. awful, man. Bragging about it. Even if this is not connected no. to God, no. your case, who are you hitting and dotting up their oh, eye and feeling dude. like, come on, man. Woo! Sorry, bro. I didn't want to, because I cheer for these guys. I want to see them do good. Yeah. It's been a hard, hard year for boxing for in Texas. Yes. They're training with Spence. They're, they're part of our guys. Yeah. Now I want him to get it back in the ring with uh, Canelo. When Canelo has this yeah. information and feed him uh, this, Canelo's and then let him go back out there. Send him in kid. Yeah. Man, come on, eat you up, bro. Mm. All right, before we get out of here, I'm going to play a little old, because I, I gave you that downer, and I want to leave on a downer. How that's, about that's, this? That's tough audio that's nasty, right there, man. Dude. Yeah. And I wish there was something I can do about it, but he'll wash me out the game. Yeah. yeah. He'll wash me out the game. Yeah. I'll get beat up right in front of the girl. Trying yeah, to help. Absolutely. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like I'm fighting eight guys. Yeah. <laughs> Wake up it's the next day. It's just a combo, yeah. All right, yeah. Um... Alfredo Robles. He has a joke for Raiders fans right here. He has a joke for Raider fans. Raider fans, somebody say go Raiders. Where are the Raider fans at? <laughs> oh, yeah, go Raiders, go Raiders. Raider fans, man, they're crazy as f. I just like the way they think, bro. Like, my homie's a big Raider fan, but he hates his dad because his dad left him. He goes, f my dad, he left us. And I go, bro, the Raiders left you two times, fool. <laughs> The Raiders left you two times. <laughs> Drop the mic. Yeah. All right, I'm pulling out. That's my time. Lord willing, the creek don't rise. I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you, Lucius. Holla. LA Live every day at 540, highest rated segment in Love DFW that Radio. That's my fave. All right, we uh, got the best NFL players at these different skills. Which Cowboys made the list? Maybe we play a little guessing game with that next on the fan. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. 
baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.